<laughs> Welcome back to Four and Toe Podcast, where parents can find encouragement on their journeys through homeschooling. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and this is episode 38. Have you ever experienced a panic attack? Have you ever wondered if you were going to be outed as an imposter? Have you ever wondered if life isn't worth living? Have you ever thought God was just an asshole? Ever wondered if your faith has completely fucked up your life? Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and saw something completely different than what everybody else sees? Introducing Mental Podcast with co-hosts Michelle Collins and Seth Showalter. We're not afraid to ask the hard questions. Check us out on your favorite podcast platform. joined today by Monica, and you're going to have to help me with your last name because I'm terrible at reading last names. It's Monica Lavella. Lavella. Okay. I'm an avid reader, but when it comes to names, I suck. That's okay. I have trouble remembering people's names, so there you go. (laughs) That works. That works. Uh, So I got in contact with Monica through Serena Ryan and her Confident Homeschoolers entrepreneur page if you are a homeschool mom or homeschool parent who has resources for homeschool parents uh, get in touch with Serena and she can add you to this Facebook group and Monica was listing these things that she does for homeschool families and I was like oh my gosh I have to have her on my show so (laughs) Monica thank you for joining me today thank you for having me it's an honor I'm so happy to be here you're a homeschool mom yourself and an entrepreneur yes I am those things. (laughs) I feel like there's many hats in either or. (laughs) How many kids are you homeschooling right now? I have two boys. They are uh, 10 and 11 years old. How long have you been homeschooling them? So we, since birth, since birth really is, is when we started homeschooling. We knew before having the boys that that was kind of the route that we wanted to go. So this was an idea that we had right from the start that we always knew um, that this was going to be our route. And, uh, and that just kind of started with me having worked in the school system for a couple of years. And when we got married, I decided to leave and become an entrepreneur because it just didn't fit what I imagined that education in my head, I thought it should look like. So right from when we were married, we were like, when we have children, they will be homeschooled. So yes, it's been 11 years officially or 11 and a half if you start right from birth, which I believe all of us do as parents, we're all starting from birth. Yeah. That's, that's how our kids learn, right? Yeah, I totally agree. Well, that's awesome. So you're you're an entrepreneur at home. What does that look like? What does what is your business that you're entrepreneuring? <laughs> I have many. I have multiple streams of income. As as those of us who are entrepreneurs, we tend to put our hands in many things that really excite us. <laughs> so yes. I've uh, I've been a wellness advocate with DoTerra for about five years. So I, I teach nat- natural health and wellness to families. And I also own a vegan food festival, one of the biggest in Canada. And unfortunately, that was canceled this year because of COVID. <laughs> so I'm under that entrepreneur, like, struggle through this time where, uh, you know, events and stuff have really taken a big hit. And my husband, who's also an entrepreneur, he, he exclusively works with, um, with nightlife and music festivals. So everything has oh. been canceled for him as well. But again, like, as entrepreneurs, we find our way, right? And uh, and that is actually yeah. what led me to write my book over these past few months uh, to help other people through this homeschooling journey, especially right now during all this COVID craziness. 
Yeah, I I definitely think the book is I'm excited for the book. I'm excited for you that you wrote the book, but I'm also excited to be able to read it. I'm an avid reader and I love to read different people's stories of how they help uh, different. Yeah, the homeschooling lifestyle, like how do you do that? And different people's perspectives helps me get a a more rounded view of homeschooling for myself. And then I like to share it (laughs) clearly. So so you have a lot of, of experience with the homeschooling. Explain this book to me. Like what what's the premise? What's your goal? So I, I, I actually came up with the idea to write the book a couple of years ago when I really started feeling finally, like I knew what I was doing in homeschooling. I feel like every parent kind of, we go through these like belief levels. I think at the beginning, we have no clue what yes. we're doing. We're just, we're hoping we're doing it right. That's the biggest fear is, am I going to do it right? Am I going to mess up my kids? And then we go through that for a couple of years and like, seriously, somebody needs to make like a belief, a belief map to show exactly where everybody is because you just, finally you get to a point where you're confident. And I I feel like that was probably around year nine or 10, even last year where I really started feeling like I have got this. Like there is nothing anybody can say or do that will make me feel like I can't homeschool. Like I know what I am doing now. And that's really been... I came into helping a lot of other families who were struggling with homeschooling. And this was long before COVID happened. Uh, But then once everything started shutting down here for us at the beginning of of March, I was, um, I did four different segments for a TV station on homeschooling and sharing with people what it can look like instead of school at home, which is what a lot of parents were dealing with at that time when all the schools closed down. And so that kind of led to me starting a Facebook group with all these people because I was getting the same questions over and over and I wanted to help everybody, but I was like, I can't answer all these questions every day, all day long because I also got to homeschool and run my businesses. So I decided to create this group. Yeah, right. It's. I'm sure you have the same, right? Like so many, we want to help yes. as many people as we can, right? Um, we just don't have enough time in a day as much as we want to do that. And so the group kind of started off as that, as that um, community, I guess. So I had about 200 different families in there and I would go live every week and, and share a lot of what we were doing and just ideas on how they could homeschool instead of distance learning because I saw it falling apart for so many you know friends and family and stuff who were really struggling with that and then I um a little side note I was very very sick over the past year and was going undiagnosed and uh, I was seeing specialists I was in bed weeks at a time like homeschooling from my bed with my boys and didn't know what was going on so right around this same time when all this started happening uh, with like the COVID stuff I found out I actually have chronic Lyme disease which isn't recognized oh, in Canada by the way so it was a very hard struggle and I wasn't doing well but I started treatments um, with what we have available here in our country and started feeling so much better and that was part of the reason why I hadn't written the book yet. It was because I was so sick. I couldn't do anything. Like everything had paused, but I started feeling better on the treatments. And so within about a month in May, I was feeling almost back to myself. I had my energy back and I was like, this book just started screaming at me to be written. It was like, it needed to get out into the hands of as many humans as possible. So I sat down and I wrote every single day 
for like hours at a time. Um, my boys were so great. They would, you know, they would do their own schoolwork because they're kind of getting independent. They're now going into grade six. So they were in grade five and, and they were doing a lot of work on their own. So I had that time and I hired a book coach and I was like, I got three months. I want to launch this very beginning of August. And she was like, wow, this is something that would usually take, you know, six months to a year. I'm like, nope, I'm, I'm doing this. This needs to be written. And so it kind of oh, came wow. out that way. It's really a book to support those people who are just beginning their journey. And, and that's really what the whole entire book kind of, it takes people on that journey. So inside of it, it starts off with a little map and it has six different islands on it that you visit as the reader. So every island is kind of a section of the book that is taking you from, you know, the initial steps of why do you want to homeschool? And then into, you know, the next steps of the mechanics behind homeschooling, the methods behind it, you know, how to organize your space and choosing curriculum, like all those steps in order of what you would want to do from the very beginning until you're, like there and you're ready to start homeschooling so that's kind of where the whole book kind of came into play and, and how it started and how i was able to finish it in such a short amount of time <laughs> that is incredible i mean three months good grief so people can order it now like it's out <laughs> It is, yeah. So I launched it on the third, which was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of Mondays ago, and uh, and I had a, a, a crazy week of a launch, and uh, it was available on my website. It's now available on Amazon. So I had a bit of a like a launch week kind of special, and now it's available on Amazon. Uh, but anybody who purchases it can go or purchases it can go to my site where they can download what's called the field guide and the field guide goes along with the book uh, and it's it's kind of like a workbook for families so every chapter it takes you through a few types of activities to kind of get you thinking about what you want your homeschool to look like it has you making notes about different types of styles of homeschooling so you can see what fits with you and what doesn't and by the end of the you know 44 page pdf after you've read the book with that field guide you're you really have your whole homeschool set up for you and ready to go Wow, that is awesome. That is awesome. Are, are you going to be utilizing this in your community? Like, I'll, I when I hear you say all of that, like with the book and the field guide, like what I'm thinking is <laughs> like, let's put this into our group and like use it uh, with a group of homeschoolers because I'm, I'm actually doing something. I'm actually doing this with the Wild and Free by uh, the Called Wild and Free by Ainsley Ar Arment with with my group. Uh, that follow four and toe podcast and I'm like oh we could use your book next year uh, like only because I'm, I'm thinking next year just because of my time and my homeschooling of course, of course. Um, <laughs> but I, I would I would love to get my hands on a copy of that book I'll definitely be ordering a copy um, but is this something you're going to like be utilizing in your group like to help pe walking people through or are you just like just do it on your own how did, how are you approaching that now well, my, so my group has grown to almost 700 people now over the past like couple Ooh. of weeks, especially because I've been doing so, <laughs> so much with the launch and, and everything. Um, I'm working currently right now on actually creating somewhat of like a book club that has like questions and answers so that people like yourself or like me as I'm kind of guiding everybody through this. Um, and that's why I'm actually in the midst of creating it because I'm seeing what, what the community needs and that's kind of going to be what I base yeah. the actual book club on. And then yeah, next year, you know, usually end of spring, very beginning of summer is when people are looking at planning out their next, like the upcoming year for homeschooling. So I think that's going to be a really great time to kind of start uh, that 
that sort of stuff. So that's going to be where that kind of comes in. Uh, but in the meantime, what I do with my group right now is I do go live every single week, uh, at least once a week I go live and I'm walking them through every step I'm taking. So we, we don't really take a break in our homeschooling year uh, in terms of like, you know, two months of summer, we travel like a ton Sorry. when it's not in lockdown. <laughs> so we kind of take breaks <laughs> where we need them for that reason. And, um, and so what we just finished our two week kind of, you know, mom's taking this time to plan out our next year. And, and yesterday we started grade six. So we're now into our like new kind of school year. And so I'm now sharing that with my group and showing them what our first, you know, few days and what our week looks like. We just talked about ways to make homeschooling special for the first day, like ideas and like, you know, decorating the new space and having a special breakfast and like those kinds of things. So I do those a couple of weeks before I know my, my community is going to start homeschooling so that they can kind of prepare them themselves and I'm sort of doing it a bit ahead of them so that they can kind of see that and, and model that out as they kind of start. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. How do people join your community? How do they get involved if they want to follow you? Sure. So the Facebook page or sorry, Facebook group is uh, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash homeschool by design. And it just asks a couple questions just to make sure, you know, you're a parent and that you're not a robot or anything like that. And then it lets you in. <laughs> and I have like unit sections in the group that that walk people kind of through those initial steps of what you are considering uh, for homeschooling, what it can look like. And Another big premises of the book is that I want everyone to understand that they designed their own homeschool. That's why I called it homeschool by design, because truly everybody's homeschool looks different. Everybody's it's lives so true. look different, right? Like some people are working during the day, so they homeschool in the evenings and on weekends, or some people are traveling constantly. Some people are on the road all the time and they learn that way. And uh, yeah, it looks different for every single person. Somebody some person might need strict schedules because that's what their children thrive on and other people need complete flexibility and go with the flow because that's what their children thrive on. So that's another really big point of the book is that you truly, truly can make your homeschool whatever you want it to look like. There's no wrong way to do it unless you're doing it in a way that doesn't fit for you or your family. If you're feeling like everything's off, it's not working, so switch things up. Like I, I encourage that so much within my community. Even if the first three weeks go by and you're like, this isn't working, then we need to switch things up and see what does work because that's the beauty. That's what we get. We get so much freedom at homeschooling. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh, okay. All right, I'm gonna change gears just a little bit because I'm really curious. Um, I, you're the first person I've interviewed who is not in the United States. And oh. so within the United States, our like, our laws for homeschooling vary per state. How does that work in Canada? It does it vary per province? And it does, it, yes. Or is it like, so in Ontario, you're in Ontario. Yes. What does that look like? What are your uh, homeschool laws in Ontario? So ours are much like the least restrictive in the United States. And I know I am Canadian. <laughs> There's Canadian people who feel like, why? But in the actual book, I write down things based on the US because that is the majority of like when we travel we travel entirely in the states our businesses are mostly based in the states so tend, I tend to gear things <laughs> towards the US too so um, the oh, least restrictive states is just like what we have in Ontario so we are one of the least restrictive if somebody has their child in uh, in actual school then it's their responsibility to send a letter of intent uh, to their school 
board and let them know that they are choosing to homeschool and that is it and since we never sent our kids to school we've never had to write out that letter because they've never been registered ever so that's as far oh, wow. as we're very free here we uh yeah it's pretty awesome <laughs> that fascinates me are there some provinces where it's more strict like well say i live in pennsylvania so we're one of the more stricter states here in the United States, are there some provinces that are more strict or are they pretty much all like your province? I know they vary just the exact same as the United States. So there are some that will give funding to parents if they are choosing from a certain curriculum that is picked by that province. Uh, I think it's up to $2,000. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then what are some of the other ones? Some of the other ones, like they vary, like some require like attendance and, um, you know, portfolios. It's, it's exactly like the United States. Like they vary from province to province. They're all differing. We are the freest. I think there's, I think there was another province that is similar to ours. I just don't remember which one it is. Uh, but yeah, they're, <laughs> they vary just the exact same way as you do that down there for sure. That's cool. And it's, so it's pretty widely accepted um, as a, education as a form of education in Canada too is that right yeah. or not necessarily yeah. no I would say so like we have a lot especially where in the area where I live which is just outside of Toronto is uh there's so much for homeschoolers like there are museums that have homeschooling things during the day there's you know our local botanical gardens they they do a lot of really great stuff for homeschoolers there's different recreation centers that do gym classes like it's very well accepted and there's a lot of, of things that have been popping up over the past probably five years i'd say like three to five years where there's a lot more stuff happening for homeschoolers because it really is something that's been growing and obviously right in this moment it's exploding so yeah yeah you can say that again it's really it, it is oh, yeah i can't tell you I've had so many people asking me about homeschooling and there there have been some people from other countries asking me too. And like, I, I don't know other countries' laws. I barely know like five states worth of homeschool laws. I'm like, I don't even know where to tell you to go look. If you're in the States, I know where to tell you to go look, but I don't know where to look your laws up. Um, yeah, but that's, I'm, I am really glad that homeschooling is becoming more and more accepted. Um, I was homeschooled as a kid myself. And so uh, here in Pennsylvania, the laws were being formed as I was being taught as a child. Um, that ages me somewhat if you know when those laws were being put into effect <laughs> here in Pennsylvania. But it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, but yeah, I I love that. So, so for you and your family, what does a homeschooling day look like? And what and and also, well, you can kind of put this in there, I guess, too. What approach do you guys take with your homeschooling? Are you more eclectic? Do you do you label yourself, I guess? Um, are you like Charlotte Mason all the way or <laughs> like what's your approach? We're definitely eclectic. And in saying that, when it comes to what our schedule looks like, it'll also like within the next 12 months, we'll go from, you know, uh, relaxed homeschoolers to unschoolers to road schoolers like we vary incredibly throughout the year so people ask me all the time what does your schedule look like I'm like well right now it looks like this but in like <laughs> three months from now it will not look anything like this so uh, we really truly just go based on the flow of what our lives look like the flow of our businesses um, you know at the times where I'm where I'm planning my food festival that things look a lot different our curriculum is entirely wrapped around business class like my kids 
probably at this point have like their, you know, masters in business if they were in university based on all of the experience they've had in running a food festival because they literally do it with me. And they, <laughs> that's awesome. They run our merchandise booth, like sometimes without our volunteers, even they do the money part like they they're so involved in that. And so our homeschooling looks so different in the springtime when my festival is coming up because that's what it looks like. And so, yeah, I can't really say anything looks like a schedule um, right now though, <laughs> as we've started. And this is what I do every single year. And it always happens this way. For the first two months, we pretty much stick to uh, some you know, of our favorite curriculums. Things that we're really interested in is what we'll start learning about. Uh, we're doing a lot of history stuff right now, forensic science, because my kids love that. We just, this morning, we started um, nature journaling, which we've not done before, and that was a lot of fun. And so we usually nice. do our school happens, like, in the morning, and then afternoons, it's more, we're more, you know, project-based learning, child-led learning, or unschooling, however you want to look at that, and, um, you know, gaming stuff, so, like, board games, video games, and, yeah, that's what our afternoons kind of look like, and, and so it, it varies throughout the year, but that's what our schedule sort of is right in this moment in time. We school, like typically school in the morning with curriculum, and then afternoons we're much more uh, free to kind of explore our passions and our interests. I I'm glad I'm not the only one that does that kind of, um, I guess, seasonal scheduling, <laughs> if that's a thing, because <laughs> right. I do the same thing. So you said you, you, you have two kids. They're not twins, though. They're in the same grade, though. How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> so we purposefully had them 18 months apart because I knew I wanted to, it would be easier for me to homeschool them with just one after the other in terms of grades. So when my oldest was going into grade one, my youngest who was in kindergarten really wanted to do everything his brother was doing. And at the time he was six and he was reading like the 500 page Geronimo Stilton books. Like this kid was an oh avid gosh. reader. And my oldest wasn't wasn't into reading at all. Like he didn't really read till he was like nine years old. Like he was a very late reader. And so my younger one could easily do the grade one work and had no problems with it. So we just did that for that year and then kept going. So he kind of skipped over kindergarten and just dove right into grade one. So it's made it really easy for me <laughs> over the years to just yeah. stick with the same curriculum throughout for both of them. That's handy. I cannot do that with four. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the schedules moms have to create when they have more than, you know, one grade to, to be teaching. It's it's a lot. It can be a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, ha I have a dear friend who homeschools triplets. So she, she's got three kids in one grade. And when I talk with her, I'm like, I don't know how you do this. Three kids at the same time? She's like, but how do you do four kids at the same time at different grades? You're not <laughs> teaching them the same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> Exactly. Everybody has their own, like, their own style and their own, like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Monica, it's been great to have you. I think um, I am going to wrap up the interview a little bit here. But before we go, what I would like to do um, is I'd like you to speak to the homeschool mom. Like, what would you say to the struggling homeschool mom? Like, here we are in this pandemic. I've decided to homeschool but this is hard. What would you say to them? Uh, I would definitely say during this specific time is to give yourself a lot of grace. Like be, be okay with, with 
not doing the things you think you're supposed to be doing because in this time the biggest and most important thing is the health and wellness of ourselves and our children like our family's health and wellness and most especially mental wellness so whatever that looks like if you're having a hard day if one of your kids are acting out it is almost always because of a stressor that they're experiencing so in this time when it gets you know who knows if we're going into this second wave that we keep hearing about and, and if things go back into lockdown what is that going to look like for your family just consider like the bigger picture it's okay if one year is kind of pushed to the side um i saw somebody who posted something about how their husband had skipped a grade because he was gifted so he missed an entire year of learning all of the states and their capital cities and never knew what those were because he never learned them well guess what as an adult he took two hours and learned it all so just remember like yeah. one year if it's if it gets hard it's okay like we missed all of grade five pretty much because i was so sick we did like the extreme basics but my kids learned um compassion and they learned empathy and they learned how to care for a loved one and that's what we can learn now now. think more of like the life skills and bringing joy into the family household and you know cooking together and playing games together and just being a kid just remember that try not to be the teacher be the child and enjoy the learning right along with them I think those are some of the the top things I would say to someone I love it that is gold I love it oh wow thank you Give us your um, socials real quick, uh, website, how can we find your book one more time before we sign off. All right. So my book is on Amazon. It is called Homeschool by Design. You can go to my website at homeschoolbydesign.com or you can find me on Facebook. Uh, the Facebook page is Homeschool by Design or the group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash homeschool by design. Thank you so much, Monica, for your time and for being willing to come on my show. Thank you for having me. We'll see you guys later. Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. If you would like to have a homeschooling consultation with me, please reach out and get some more information about joining the Four in Tow podcast Patreon group, the Kids in Tow. I've been working to set up this community to be able to help parents on their journeys through homeschooling beyond just a podcast. I have a Facebook group that I've set up that has helps and tips, units and resources available. I also have a book club where we meet weekly to discuss a book as a group of parents, or we do a book study with our kids as well. I also have a planners level where if you are struggling with planning your homeschooling and staying on track, I have a planner and I can give you some face-to-face -face Zoom time helping you plan and schedule your homeschool year. It will be helps throughout the year to keep you on track as you progress through this coming school year. If that sounds like something you'd like to join, please go to patreon.com backslash four in tow podcast and sign up for one of the levels. I can't wait to walk on this journey with you. So until next time, have a great homeschooling week and remember, mama, you've got this.